This is Ken Hill, and thank you for tuning in to my welcome podcast. Starting this year, I'm going to have a, have a podcast series, and uh, the podcast will have a lot of different information on them. Um, I'll have podcasts on, on writing techniques and, and habits and, and uh, habits of what the best in the world are doing. And I'll have some podcasts on, on my opinions of, of riding and racing in general. It'll be pretty free form. And I'll also have some interviews as well. And uh, I'll be able to interview, like I come, in, I come into contact with a lot of great riders and a lot of great people. And it'd be great to interview those people and, and hear their thought processes and find out where they're at and, and how they got to where they're at and where they're going. So I think that'll be pretty fun. But this, this podcast, I wanted to do something different with, which is, it, it was suggested to me that I do a welcome podcast because people, I hear, oh gosh, go work with Ken, go talk to Ken, and oh, you got to go listen to Ken uh, and ride with him, I'll make you a better rider. But a lot of people may not understand my background or, or where, where I came from or, or how I got to, the, got to this place. And so as, as painful as it is for me to, to go through these things um, and, and talk, about, talk about them, I, you need to hear them and uh, it's good for these things to be out there so you, so you understand it. This, um, this sport that we have is such an amazing sport. Uh, there's really nothing else like it. Um, there's no sport that has the, the attributes of the, the mechanical side, how we change the geometry of the bike to, to, to tell it to where to go. The, the, the physical side, how we actually move on the bike also tells it where to go and, and get the outcome that we want. And the mental side. So, so combining all of those things, it, 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 there's just no other sport that has all those things. But, but the overlying factor is there's no sport has it that has those things with the risk level that we have. And, and that's what makes our sport so addicting. And that's why when you do it correctly, it's so incredibly uh, rewarding. And uh, being, being able to, to learn um, those techniques and those processes and those, and those habits, um, you'll, you'll find that, that it not only will make you a better rider, but it makes you better, a better person off the bike. And we'll talk a little bit more about that. So, my story, we'll kind of jump into my story a little bit. And my story is I, I didn't even purchase a motorcycle till I was 30 years old. Uh, didn't buy a motorcycle till I was 30. And uh, it was at the end of the year and, and uh, I was in the car business. I spent uh, 20 some odd years in the car business and I wanted to race cars, but I couldn't afford to race cars. And uh, so I thought, ah, I'll do something, uh, I'll do something wonderfully cheap. I'll, I'll, I'll buy a motorcycle and I'll race motorcycles. So I bought a motorcycle, and uh, it was at the end of the year, and I promptly signed up for AFM uh, New Rider School, and I'd never been to a track, there was no track days, and signed up and took New Rider School on Saturday, passed, and I was racing on Sunday. And I, uh, I got my clock cleaned, I sucked, right, I, 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 I sucked. And um, I realized that, of course, I was completely addicted to the sport and, and how amazing uh, how amazing it was. But as I went through that year, and, and, and I did get better and I started to place better, but I realized that my, my natural ability, my, my, you know, what, what I had would only carry me so, uh, through so far. So I finished that year and then I started racing the next year and, and then I started to fall down a little bit. I went quicker and my, my thought process of going quicker was, I'll just go quicker. And I had no technique. It was all completely emotion-based. And that only took me so far, and I started to fall down and realize that that, that, was, not, 
that was not sustainable. So I ended up taking a school, and uh, I took a school. I took Freddie Spencer Riding School. I met Nick Ionach there, my buddy, and uh, and realized my eyes my eyes were completely opened up, and they were opened up because suddenly there was there was techniques available, right? There was there was something available that that actually gave me a pathway to get better. And two things came out of that. The two things that came out of it is is um, the overlying factor was the techniques were what the best in the world were doing. And I, I think I, I can't I can't um, overstate that fact enough is that we want to do what the best in the world are doing because if there was a better way they would do it. And you know, being able to 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 be there with a three time world champion, and of course later on uh, being able to instruct there as well. Uh, realized that that cemented it. Uh, that 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 was something that just got cemented in my brain of, of do what the best in the world are doing because if there was a better way they would do it. So that was the that was one big takeaway. The second big takeaway was um, as I left the school uh, and and I, I realized as silly as it sounds, I didn't get it. I didn't get it, right? I, I realized that, yes, there's techniques available, and, and I had an overview of those techniques, but I didn't understand intricately what those were. I, I, didn't, I just didn't get it. And so as I left there, uh, I realized, okay, I want to be technique-based, not emotionally-based, but, but I, needed, I needed to decode that technique. I needed to be able to understand it. And, and be able to break it down so much finer and so much more precisely. And, and, that's, and that's, really, that's really what I wanted to do. And nothing else was available for that. I mean, there were some abstract things that were out there, but there was nothing as, as fine um, as I, I needed it to be. So I, I had to decode that technique and, and start working on it. And I worked on it in my own riding. I did little mini bike riding and as I went back to more Freddie schools and I got to be a guest instructor uh, and then ultimately ended up being an instructor there, I had to develop, I, I had to decode it and then I had to develop that on my own. I, I had to develop an order to the sport. I had to develop this, this process. And as, as, I, as I did that, um, I, I realized, and, and as I looked around, I realized there's, there is other information out there. The other information that that I studied and looked at was either way too abstract for me, or it wasn't what the best in the world were doing. It, it was something that some you know either some successful writers were doing, but but they were stagnated at a certain level as well. I I wanted I literally wanted to have an infinite learning curve with this. I wanted to continually to get better and to get and get quicker uh, at at what I did. So. As I did decode the technique and, and as I developed it and, and figured out um, what the order of the sport was and figured out what these processes were, my riding got better. I got more successful at it. I started winning races. Um, I started winning championships. And, and I became very technique-based with it. And as that happened, I had, more, I had riders suddenly wanting me to help them. Can you're going quicker. Can you help me? What are you doing? And as, as I, as I uh, came about a, uh, a, career, a career change, a massive career change, I got out of the car business and was in the motorcycle business for a little while, um, people wanted me to, to, to coach them and they wanted, they wanted to pay me to coach them. And of course, 
uh, my motivation for that, uh, my, my motivation was I didn't ever want to get a real job again. And so I had to work hard on now taking that information, that technique that I've decoded and, and being able to figure out, now how do I communicate it to other people? My clients have ranged from literally six years old to 86 years old, people that have never ridden a motorcycle, never, never literally straddled a motorcycle, uh, to people that are on a world championship level. How do I take that technique and, and learn to communicate it and be able to communicate it over that gigantic range of, of people? And the technique, I, I don't change the technique. The technique stays the same. It's just the degree of application that it gets, that, 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 uh, it gets taught. And, and telling them the right thing at the right time, telling them what technique they need, that order of the sport at the right time. And what I found when, when as, as I got more successful as that, and that was my main motivator, was to, to, learn, to, to learn to be able to do that. And I was forced to do that if I literally wanted to keep my job uh, and, and do that. So I worked very hard and, and continued to continue that process. What was interesting is, is that as these riders got better, the people that I work with got better, their lives off the bike got better. So by working on this excellence uh, on the bike, their excellence in the rest of their life got better. They, they worked with their customers better. They worked at their job better. They ran their businesses better by, by being more focused and, and, and having these, these same habits. And what we really, what we really uh, took away from that was there's so many different habits um, that, that we can get into in a lot of these podcasts later on. We'll, we'll go into those things. But it was the critical decision-making process that, that really spurred that along and, and understanding about how you could be proactive and reactive and, and where that training comes from, from from each one of those. And that, 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 once that, that process started to happen, that's where the paths crossed between on the bike and off the bike. And that, that's, what, that's what really led into the direction that I'm going now is... is um, so many of these habits that, that, we, that we teach on the bike, how they carry it over and, and they make, make a person better off the bike. So what, what, I, what I want to accomplish with these, these, these podcasts is, is starting to bring some of those, those habits and techniques um, so, so people can, can have access to them and, and be able to learn them and, uh, and realize that I want to give you the right voice the right voice to listen to, to get better and enable you to be able to do that. If you're learning, I'm learning. And, and my learning literally never ends. My, my, learning, my learning continues every single day. So I, I want to be able to, to create that pathway uh, for both of us. And I think that these, uh, these podcasts are going to be a, a great way to, to, be, to be able to make that happen. For for 2016, um, there's some fantastic things that uh, are going to be happening. Uh, I, yes, I will have a new website that's going to that's going to be happening. Uh, I've got a great peer team that that we've put together over the last year or so, and this peer group that I work with is is actually very motivational for me, and uh, it's great because yes, I get I get held accountable for all of my actions, which uh, is funny in this wonderful generation that we that we live in. So expect to, expect to see some, uh, some new things and uh, expect to see some growth. 
And uh, again, I appreciate everybody um, tuning in and, and listening to these, uh, these podcasts. And uh, we hope that, that there's going to be plenty more uh, for everybody to tune into.